This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Greetings, everyone. It is the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 66 for August 29th, 2019. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. Double six, baby. Tony B coming to you live from New Jersey. What's up? Yeah, I'm still hearing this this buzz sound on my end in my headphones, and it's driving me crazy. Uh, but if you guys aren't hearing it, Chunk is here. So, Chunk, let me know if you're hearing like an electronic buzz sound through through the speakers on Spreaker. The speaker speakers, because I'm getting this whole thing here. But Chuck will let us know. That's why we like having him here. Yeah, I don't hear anything on my end. It sounds clear and, and good. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, boy. So we're doing this two days later because we had some conflicts on Tuesday. Um, but uh, we got a lot to cover. And I have to start with this. And I told you about this information the other day. And we're couple days after it now but um it was reported widely in the music news world that a uh, guitar player named neil casal has passed away um and he wasn't like a famous guitar player but he was somebody who was inc- incredibly prolific very talented and played with people like um chris robinson from the black crows in the chris robinson brotherhood um, he played with Ryan Adams and the Cardinals, and he was kind of best known for that. And among other players, too. And he had his own band, uh, Circles uh, Circles Around the Sun. He did about eight solo records on his own. And uh, Neil was somebody who I knew, uh, and I knew well. He, he was... Um, whoops, that's not what I wanted to do. I'm trying to share this here. Uh, he was... Um, in one of the first bands I was in, in um, just after high school, we were teenagers. We played in a band called Exire that was based out of Rockway, New Jersey. And we played a lot of high-profile gigs back then. We had a, a record that we did, It was, and we were on the radio with Eddie Trunk back then. He was a DJ in Jersey. And uh, we did a lot of stuff. And um, waking up to that news on Tuesday was, it floored me. Um, it was a, it's a big it's a big thing and mainly because he took his own life um and i mean just the fact that he died too but i mean he took his own life too and that's just that's just horrible man um and our prayers my prayers thoughts and well wishes go out to everybody who knew him and his family and friends and uh bandmates and everybody just uh tough to deal with man and a lot of people are are feeling it um so i did want to mention that today he wasn't really in in the cover band world although he did do some covers but but nonetheless a friend and a a great musician you know an accomplished musician for sure he said maybe not famous but very accomplished and respected yeah okay chunk said the pitch is very low but he hears but he hears a high-pitched tone. Yeah, that's the thing I hear, and I can't get rid of it. Huh. Yeah, I don't hear that on my end. All right. And the meter doesn't hear it. Wait. No, the me- it's not picking up on the meter. So, mm. All right, so we'll just... Phantom. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, um, some rough uh, rough terrain for me lately. You know, losing, the, losing people and dogs and all sorts of shit, man. It's... Uh, yeah, you know, the older we get in life, the more things we have to navigate. And, you know, like you said, it's just uh, a, as you get, you know, 
more experience in life, you you, you have more, uh, you know, people passing away. Like you said, as you grow older, I mean, you know, in the past year or two, I, I've probably lost five, six, seven people that I, I know, you know, that are my age. Um, you know, and it's rough, but again, you know, that's like we always talk about in Wisdom Hour. You know, it's you really gotta, you know, try to be make a conscious effort to be grateful for all the things that we have and you know and if you are in depression or if you are struggling with things you you got to seek out help you know because um it is a, it is out there and there is hope you know things are never hopeless i just hope people remember that you know yeah and it just goes to show too that you know because neil is somebody that i really looked up to quite a bit he he uh you know we had our 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 15 minutes of fame kind of in 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 Jersey, when I was teenagers, we, when we were teenagers, we were really kind of uh, local rock stars at that point. And, you know, we were young, you know, we were 18, 19 years old. And, you know, we would go out, like go hang out, and wherever we went, somebody knew who we were, in, in that area anyway, you know. Um, and uh, we, we opened for TNT, and we opened for Skid Row before Sebastian was in the band. Um, and they they still had some of the songs that ended up on the record, but it was and it was just after they kind of got the whole Bon Jovi deal thing going. So uh, the singer at the time was this guy named Matt Fallon, who was really good. Um, but I guess somewhere the powers that be decided that they wanted to replace the singer. But we we opened for them, and then we we had a opening gig for uh, Guns N' Roses scheduled. It was. August, late August of 1987, and it was to be uh, Guns N' Roses, uh, Easy O, which was a metal band from Japan, and us. And this was just when Appetite, uh, Appetite for Destruction just for Destruction just started to break, and and Welcome to the Jungle was the video on MTV. So it was before Sweet Child. It was before they really, really blew up, but they were starting to really kind of gain some some traction. And the club we were playing was called Obsessions in Randolph, New Jersey, and it was a good, oh, si- yeah. a good size club, you know. But um, for for like a major rock band, it'd be a little too small. But but they were on their way up, so it was kind of the, the appropriate place for them. Um, but the, then the day of the show, they canceled, and they said Axel was sick, blah blah blah, whatever, and they didn't end up playing. And uh, but then the next night, they played at the Ritz in New York City, and this was the first time they played there. Like the MTV did a show for, of them from the Ritz in New York City, but it, that was the second time they played there. We went the first time they played there. And so it was me and Neil. The next night, we just went to see, because we wanted to see him real bad. So Neil and I went to see Guns N' Roses in New York City on August. I want I don't know the exact date, I, I, and I just saw it yesterday, but it was late August 1987. And they were just phenomenal. You know, um, they came on like an hour late, <laughs> but they were phenomenal. That was just when they were on their rise, and uh, that was a good memory. When you know, he and I used to go to concerts a lot, and um, you know, we saw a bunch of the iconic artists back then. We saw Dio and Kiss, and uh, gosh, Iron Maiden, uh, and a bunch of other bands. We used to hang out, go to concerts and shit, and uh, but. When Exire broke up, he he started to to kind of make some, come into his own, I would say, and he uh, he got an offer to play for Blackfoot, Ricky Medlock's band, and they were at that point not incredibly popular, but they were a band that Neil really looked up to and and uh, was inspired by. So he got this opportunity, moved to Detroit, and started playing with him, and that's when he started to really kind of take off and he did a, a bunch of solo records and i you know i was still playing but i didn't reach that level of success and and i was you know just working a regular job too and and i i admired what he did and i i was even a little envious because he and i were friends and he and i did you know play together and now all of a sudden he's becoming this big deal and i'm just here working in my joe job um but you know, we still stayed in touch through over the years, and and the last time I saw him was uh, about four years ago here in New Orleans, playing with Chris Robinson's Brotherhood, and we did get to hang out a little bit, and um, 
that was the second time I saw him here in New Orleans, and he was just an amazing talent. He just a really, really, really uh, seasoned player. Um, I, I think he played well beyond his years, talent-wise. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's it's a shame, man. It just it just goes to show, though, that no matter how much success you have, it doesn't equal happiness. Yeah, happiness can be a very elusive thing sometimes for people, you know? <clears throat> yeah. And, and it's tough, you know, you got to really dig and, and look for things that you know that you find joy in, you know, to remind yourself. Right. Right. I'm still trying to mess with this thing. Okay, that didn't help. All right. Yeah, that sounds a little better. Does it really? It got louder on my end. Mm. Um, all right, so you know, sad news to start us off with, but that's uh, that uh, I needed to talk about that because that's what's uh, that's what's happening in my life, man. It took a you know the, the whole day, Tuesday. I was just fielding calls from friends and and uh, messages and and notes on Facebook. I I actually woke up to a text from two people from Mike Keller from that band from Exire and from Steve Brown from Trickster. And the first one I looked at was Steve Brown and he said, hey man, sorry about Neil. And I'm like, what happened? I don't even know what this is. And then Mike's text ha had a, a link to the article. I mean, he was, he was popular enough where the articles, um, everybody, you know, all the big publications, music public publications put out an article about it on Tuesday, like Rolling Stone, Guitar World, Guitar Player, you know, or a variety, like all of them, all the news outlets covered that. So he was, he was a big deal, man, in the industry and, and really highly respected and, and well-liked. Makes me sad, man. Yeah, it's a shame. It really is, you know, it's sad. Because I know I've been at the low lows before in my life, more than once, more than twice, more than three times. And, you know, the thought comes to mind sometimes, like, let, let's just check out, man. Let's just get out of this, this sucks but there's something that in me that has always known that things will get better change is constant and and i'm not alone i could always pick up the phone and call somebody um and uh, there's this it happens too often you know where people get in that that level of depression where they don't feel like they have any other choice and uh you do. So anybody feels that way, know that you do. You do have another choice, because you're going to be, you know, you're going to be missed, and it's it's going to hurt people, and you don't want to hurt people. You know, I I don't know what was going on with him personally, so I I, I don't I don't want to sound like I'm judging what he did, but I but I speaking to the living that are still around, you know, stick it out, man. Things change. Yeah, well said. Yeah. Um, this is driving me bananas. Right. I need you to talk because now I'm messing with your thing. Uh-oh. You know, it's... Um, the things always get better, Steve. The, the, the sound that you're trying to get rid of will eventually go away. <laughs> At some point, <laughs> we'll find the culprit I, I wanted, that. I want it to just magically go away. Just all of a sudden, like, boop. It, see, problems like that only magically arise. Like, they only appear. You know, <laughs> they only they arrive magically. And then, the, you know, the, you can't get rid of them. And then all of a sudden, maybe one day it's gone all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. But, but you well, always know it may be coming back when it, when you least expect it. Well, if they magically appear, can't they magically disappear? Sure, they can. But then you have no way of eradicating them from not coming back again. Because you don't know where they came from. I know. You're right. Uh, it, and it's happened before with this, but I don't know. Uh, it's magically gone away. <laughs> it, correct. It's usually a jack, a, you know, a plug. It is. Some sort of something, a ground loop to the outlet you're plugged into. You know, it could be as simple as you're just plugged into a different outlet, power strip. Who knows, man? There's, there's always so many variables when, you know, you yeah. change one or two things. Or if you change nothing and all of a sudden there's a sound, it's like you really got to try to rack your brain to think about where that that's coming from. It's yeah. Crazy. Chunk said, "Try muting, muting your mic for a second to see if it goes away." And I did try that, and it didn't. So, 
Mm. So it's post Mike. Anyway. All right. Yes, post Mike. All right, so let's go on to other things. I did I went on this cruise, but I want to talk about your uh your boy first. Um sent him oh, off yeah, to so college it, yesterday. Yes. Off school. Yeah, moved him in school, we moved him in school yesterday. So he's at NJIT and he's starting his freshman year, biomedical engineering. And uh he's super excited and he's uh he's all hooked up, dude. Took his base, his little practice camp with him, set up his room, um, home away from home. You know, he's got curtains, and, you know, Karen hooked him up with all kinds of stuff. So it's kind of funny because his roommate was, um, y- you know, had very little stuff with him. He had, like, a mattress, a sheet, a pillow, some clothes, some hangers, a couple cleaning supplies, maybe, like, a, a bag of snacks, you know, and... Cole's, like, fully equipped. He had, like, comforter, sheet, a hangout pillow, another throw rug for the floor, all kinds of cleaning stuff for the bathroom. So he had a shared bathroom and put up curtains for him and hung up a Neopert uh, three-dimensional, like, piece of art that is, like, a, the the uh, counterpart, um, the drum kit um, from R30. And so his room's all hooked up now. So he's he's getting acclimated and he's, you know, he'll be in full swing next week when classes start. But he met all his roommates. He knows some of the kids because he went to school with one of them. And then uh, it was pretty easy moving. I got to say, it was a couple hours. We, you know, cruised him down. And then, uh, you know, it was starting to rain and whatnot. But he had to wait on line to get in and uh, use the elevator and stuff like that. But it was good. It was it was fun. And like I said, it was uh, he's off and, off and running on, to, on his adventure. So you, you dropped him off yesterday. You know what he's doing today? He had some kind of lecture or something this morning at quarter to seven, so I don't know what else he was doing. He's getting wasted is what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not He's not a waster. No, that's good. Probably jamming on his base or something, you know, or hanging out in the community area. He, but he's got a lot to investigate. You know, it's a pretty good-sized campus, and like I said, he's moved into the dorm, and uh, he's all hooked up there, so. Now he just has to go and explore all the buildings and figure out where he's going. Cool, man. I'm sure he'll get some people to uh, try to coerce him into getting wasted. But oh, I'm sure. And dude, he's he's been around the, you know his whole high school career. He hangs out with plenty of kids that get wasted. You know, he just chooses not to. Right. Good for him. Um, Which means he just ends up being a driver or something too. You know. Right. Uh, yeah. Before next week, I'm going to swap out every single one of these cables. Yeah, cable overhaul. Yeah, and douche out this mixer somehow. Get the uh, <laughs> compressed air and... Psh. Maybe a good suggestion would be to try to douche out the mixer first and then just plug everything back in again and see if it's gone. That's a good point. Right? Because you buy all new cables and then put them all in and it's still here. Right. Yeah, I might do it anyway, though. I'm dangerous with Amazon at night. But typically noisy stuff like that, like, you know, crackling, humming, buzzing, wind noises, high-pitched squealing, things like that, it's usually board-related. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it's within the dirty channel or something internal in the uh, circuit. Dirty channel, you. Talking dirty channels, bro. Yes. Because um... I know my Corvin mixer, when I first turn it on, it's like... <laughs> It makes all these crazy noises for like two to three minutes, and then I guess once it warms up, it goes away. Hmm. I just leave yeah. my mixer on all the time. Maybe I shouldn't right. do that. Maybe you probably shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. It only has so many hours to contribute. You're probably waning its life away. Yeah. I just use it a lot, though. But, but yeah, it's no big deal to flick the off switch. Um, so, all uh, right. Uh, so, um,. Yeah, I went on a cruise. Yeah, I, so let's see. So yes, that was Cole's adventure. So Cole's off. He's he's on his own, and he's. Uh, I don't know if he's coming home this weekend because there may not be much to do there, being that's Labor Day, you know. Right. His classes don't start till next Wednesday, so. Right. But anyway, yeah. So you were cruise bound. Yeah, I went on fifteen drink a day cruise. Yeah, uh, which I never hit. Not one of the days did I hit fifteen. I think the closest I came was ten. It's kind of cool. At the end of it, they give you the sheet. Of, uh, it doesn't say what drink you purchased, but it says where you purchased it and what time it was, and oh really? Yeah, yeah. So I got the whole list of 
of what I drank. It's not what I drank, but how often I drank and exactly what time it was. So, uh, That's funny. yeah. Um, but uh, good times, man. It's, it's, um, if you've never done it out there, I highly recommend it. It's a really fun adventure that doesn't cost you a whole lot of money. Um, and the food was excellent. Uh, the, the drinks were great. The service was excellent. Um, and there's a lot to do. So I think I might have been a little overambitious thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and do some work. I'm going to meet musicians and do interviews and blah, blah, blah. Because the 15 drink a day thing won. And there's, <laughs> and there's so much to do. Um, so it's not like... It's not like I had a lot of free time to say, hey, let's co go meet at 6 o'clock and go talk and do an interview, blah, blah, blah. That, you know, that just wasn't happening. It didn't even come close, actually, because I was like, there were, uh, uh, let's say, one, two, three, three different, like, art, um, band, not really bands, but people playing music, like covers playing music. Um there was one in the casino there was a little stage there and it wasn't a full band it was it was a duo and they had backing tracks and then there was a solo guy and i think he had backing tracks too and then in like one of the main clubs on the on the ship was a band and I, they play their two nights at the first two nights thursday and friday night and then not saturday and sunday so I, s I went to see them the first night, Thursday night, and they were really, really good. They were like, I would put them up against any band, like on Bourbon Street or anything. They were really good. They were a nine-piece band, uh, uh, two vocalists, guitar, bass, keys, drums, and th uh, three horn players. And um, there was a, a point where there was a female singer and a male singer and there was a point where the female singer was in introducing everybody in the band they weren't even playing music she was just going around introducing everybody where they're from and they were all none of them were from from the united states or maybe one or two were from the united states but most of, most of them were from other countries and um mm. yeah and so i i feel like they were a piece together right band. not a bit not a traveling band but a band of musicians yeah, like a piece together band of, well, I I got the impression that they played together quite a bit. Um, they did have a good chemistry, um, but I think initially they were probably pieced together by some sort of company or, or something, um, just because of the locations where the, you know none of them, none of them were living close to each other. They were all different countries. Uh, well, actually, two the I think the bass player and drummer were both from Poland. Um, but the singer wasn't even ah, sure. Yeah, the singer wasn't even sure. She's like, are you, are you Poland? Are you from Poland? So, uh, and she was from Brazil, and she was fantastic, man. She looked great. She sang great. She worked worked the crowd great. So what uh, what kind of tunes did they do? Um, just, I mean, just popular cover tunes. Um, Purple Rain and uh, 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 like I want to dance with somebody. Um. I can't remember what else, but pretty much every song they played was one I knew and one I've played or or one I've heard cover bands play. So, same stuff, you know. And they did them well. Yeah, very well. Very, the vocals were were spot on. Everybody was a really good player, and uh, you know, having that horn section really added a lot to it. They they weren't playing out of amps. Um, I don't know if they were using in ears, but they probably were. Um, I was standing a little far away from the whole scene, but it wasn't overly loud. You know, it, the volume was really good for that room, and um, but you still, you, it, it didn't. You didn't hear the amp sounds and, and all that stuff, but it still really gave you a live feel the way they were, were doing the sound. Uh, the the drummer was using V drums, uh, but mm. but uh, it, it worked out front. It, it sounded great. Right, right, yeah, interesting. So. You know, the upshot for me, because I thought it was going to be, like, cheesy bands playing, whatever, like, bands that can't get a gig, uh, you know, a regular gig. But, no, it was the complete opposite. They were 
like you it seems like you need to really pass some some standards um to to get a job like that and it was carnival you know they're a big cruise line and i mean pun intended they run a tight ship they the like everybody that worked for that company was great you know everybody i encountered on that whole thing so i imagine that they're employed by them i i don't know how that would work but but Chonkin mentioned that yeah somebody he knew somebody that um did that and then they had to do other things on the ship and it's funny because the next oh, morning right. <laughs> we were saying about that like, yeah because uh, the... said she must go man uh, wash the right life raft yeah yeah but it's it's funny because the morning of uh saturday morning when we went on our excursion we were at cozumel and we're leaving the ship and i be darned it i see that singer not the female singer the male singer from that band standing handing out some something he was handing out pieces of paper as people were leaving and i didn't get one i didn't i i don't even know what it was but he was handing something out and i'm like i'll be damned he you know he, right, he's doing something else he's doing something else and it's in the morning you know like early in the morning eight o'clock nine o'clock in the morning after they had to play the night before so yeah he had to get up and go hand out leaflets <laughs> So that what that's oh, that's what makes me think they're they're he's like Chuck is like see I told you um, that's what makes me think that uh, they're employed by the company um, but I would really like to know more about that so I got to do some investigating on that on how you would go about getting that job because um, it's uh, I, you know, there's a bunch of other cruise lines but uh, I don't know that's it seems like a really I think they're all different because back in the day outskirts or maybe when it just turned Weisenheimer's. I got a call from like Bob Bigley or something. The guy's name was, and he was, um, yeah, it was. It was something like that. Like it's Bob Bigley, or hey, Tony, it's Bob Bigley. He he ran. He was like the talent manager for a cruise line, and he was looking for bands and like individual artists and duos and trios. And he wanted to know like if Weisenheimer would be interested in going on like a three month excursion. You know, it was X amount of money per guy per this, and you know. You got per diem, and you were on the ship for the whole time. And you got to get off and do stuff, you know, when they stopped, but you were paid, you know, a certain salary, and it wasn't a lot, a lot of money, but at the same time, you figure if you're living on the ship, all your, you know, your meals and stuff, they're all paid for. So, you know what I mean? It's pocket cash at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and I could see that, too, that the, um, that they would be out for a while. Like, they're not going to just go out for one trip. They're going to be out there for... Um, yeah, it was three months at a clip. Yeah, know, three months. That's that. Uh, so that's not three months at sea, though. That's three months at just being on the job, really. Yeah, you're contracted for three months with them, correct? Yeah. Um, right, because the ship comes back to, at the port at some point, you know, and it switches yeah. people, and you know, you get off at the same time, and it's, I'm sure there's downtime of some sort. Yeah, and I was thinking that maybe that band. Because they didn't play Saturday and Sunday, so maybe that band got off after dude had handed out his leaflets. Maybe they got off in Cozumel and then went and jumped on another ship. Because there were a bunch in in the port when we were there, um, right? So they might be hopping around on on different ships to keep it uh, keep the variety. Because um, there there were two other ships in port when we were there, and they were both Carnival. Uh, they were just different vessels. Right, different different vessel. Yeah. So they might work for Carnival and then, you know, play on that one sure. ship for two days and then play there for a week or whatever. But that would be interesting to find out how that works, you know? Yeah, it would be. So anybody out there knows, let us know. If not, I'll do some investigating on my own because I have a ton of free time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I nothing to do. I don't. I have so much to do. Um, but so the the, the other two, the, the – uh, the, duo it was a guy playing guitar and a girl playing tambourine and singing and they were okay um they had like a backing track i i, I the, some of the songs they were playing was i didn't know or seemed a little questionable to me but they were they were okay they were good they, they were background music totally in the casino um and then there was a guy doing it by himself and he was a little better i he he seemed to be kind of uh, rapping with the crowd a bit more and, and involving them because um, there was a little dance floor in front of it but again mostly background music in the casino but this thing happened that I did not anticipate 
And this is really kind of interesting. My brother and I went to, there's a comedy club there. Um, and there were a bunch of comedy shows. There were two comics on board and they, they were doing multiple shows each. And we went to see this one guy and it said something about he, how he employs the guitar into his act. And I was like, oh, that'd be interesting. Okay. And he did a couple bits about cover bands and about cover music. And I was like, this is hilarious. I mean, he was funny as hell. Um, his name's uh, J.R. Brow, B-R-O-W, J.R. Brow. And he's been on like Comedy Central and kind of the late shows and stuff. Excellent like act, it, funny as hell. And he then he towards the end of the act, he picked up the guitar and he started playing and he was doing some jokes with guitar. And it was electric guitar. Not not like a silly acoustic jokes, but he was doing some some really unique, innovative jokes with guitar and how it relates to playing songs and cover songs specifically. So I was like, I got to interview this guy, man. This is the one, this is the one. It's not the bands that are on stage. It's this guy. No, it's that guy. He's got this whole shtick in the story. Yeah. So I we went to see that one show, and then we went to see him again. Uh, was it that day? Later that day. Oh, I gave him, as we were walking out of the first show, I gave him a business card. I had him in my pocket, ready to go. So here, I said, yeah, I run this in Carbon Central. Uh, I'd like to talk to you more. And he's like, great, great. You know, everybody's shaking his hand. So that was it. But then a couple, on Sunday, the last day, we saw two of his shows. And we went to one early one. And he was walking by the table where me and my brother were sitting. And my brother just started talking to him. And then I started talking to him and telling him what we were doing. And uh, with, with Cover Band Central, and we rapped for a while. Really nice guy. Very funny, man. Very, very funny. Uh, so I sent him an email on Monday um, asking him to come on this show. And I have not heard back yet, but uh, we'll see. I, I want to keep my fingers crossed for that because I think that would be a great guest for us. Because um, it's a little outside the norm of, you know, just playing in cover bands and uh I think we're a little outside the norm, aren't we? Yeah, but it's all related if you think about it. Yeah. You know, between the comedy and, and how, you know, incorporates the whole thing and to have the whole stick of, be, you know, he must have some knowledge of cover bands to be able to, you know, to create a, a, an act out of it, you know, and have the material based on cover band stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I asked him how long he was playing guitar. He said 30 years. So I was like, okay, this guy can play. You know, he's... Yeah, he's legit. Yeah. And I could tell, you know, when he was playing that he could play. Um, they, like one of, I, I don't want to give away, I don't want to do his bits. I was going to tell you one of them, but. Tell me all there. Yeah. I think you can find him on YouTube because I found a bunch of his stuff on YouTube. J.R. Brow, come on down. J.R. Brow, yeah. Um, yeah, really funny. So, I, so the upshot too for me was, and the other comic that was on there was really good too. So the upshot for me was that, you know, this company's not screwing around. They hire people who can really get the job done and are going to they're going to follow through with it. Like the, every all the wait staff, everything, they were they were all hustling the whole time and really polite and really spot on and and everything. So they run a tight ship. But, That's great, man, cuz you hear real nightmare stories about cruises, you know. People had a, a terrible time. No, you had a really good experience. Yeah. And I told you the story. I'm not going to tell it here. But I was part of a contest, completely humiliated in front of a bunch of people. But it's okay. It's all part of the fun. I was like, it's, all, uh, it's all part of the vacation. Yeah. I'm like, these people don't know me. It's okay. Uh, but have you ever done it? Did I ask you that already? Been on a cruise? Never went on a cruise. No. Went, um... You know, went to St. Martin, not on a cruise, but, you know, went to St. Martin and then saw, you know, cruise ships in the port and stuff like that when they stopped there. Okay. But never never went on a cruise cruise, no. Mm. Uh, I highly recommend it. When uh, when both boys are in college and out of the house, you and Karen, go do it, dude. Yeah, once they've graduated college, I mean, I have money again. <laughs> it's really not expensive. It's not bad at all. <laughs> It's it's uh, it's really you get a lot. It's for, less than tuition. That's true. 
but you get a lot of bang for your buck there, man. Food, 24-7. Like, you can just always get food on that. Of all kinds, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, late at night, it's, it was pizza is the only option. But, okay. But when you're drunk, pizza's great. Oh, sure. And, and I'm sure in great abundance. Yes. Um, so, uh... Yeah, that's that's it for updates. I'm working now the website and the we're launching this contest. I, I'm doing I side because I'm just doing a lot of work on this and so is Chunk. Oh yeah, but tell us about the contest. Yes, the contest is we are giving away I didn't tell this already? I guess I didn't. But I don't think we talked enough about it on the podcast. Okay. Um so we're gonna launch this next week and uh, I didn't even say to Chunk, but I would like to do it on Tuesday um, because it is Labor Day weekend, and I think Tuesday would be a great launch day. Um, and four weeks from Tuesday will be October 1st, so that, so that would be a good four-week span where we announce the winner um, on October 1st. But we are giving away a brand-new Reverend Electric Guitar. Sticker price is almost $1,500. It is a nice, beautiful piece of equipment and uh, we are going to run a contest where we are going to give one away to a Curban Central member or fan. One lucky winner. Yes. And then a second prize or second place we're giving them pickups, uh, brand new pickups. Um, Toyota Tacoma and a Chevy Silverado. Yeah. No, the, the car not included. <laughs> <laughs> car not included. Uh, yeah, so we're launching that next week, and uh, I'm really excited about it. We, we're doing a lot of work. Uh, oh, yes, it's a Kyle Shutt signature in Midnight Black Ooh. from Reverend. Chuck just Very nice. gave me that there. I need to say that. Yes, it is a beautiful-looking guitar, man. Uh, and the Kyle Shutt signature pickups, a pair of them, is the second-place prize. Um. And there's going to be a lot of ways you can enter. So we're doing a lot of work on the website to get it really. We've changed it around, um, the look of it, and we're adding some more content. And it, right now, the way it looks is so much more functional than it was before. So if you haven't been to the website in a while, go there, coverbandcentral.com, and check it out. And if you haven't signed up, now is the time to sign up for a free membership for you or your band or both. But as far as the contest is concerned there's going to be a lot of ways to get entries into it so when you go in and you you sign up it will give you a whole list of ways you can increase your chances by getting more entries and there's simple things like visit the instagram page or uh you know or like our our twitter or follow us on twitter and things like that i'm getting to a chunk relax he's yelling at me now <laughs> i'm still talking about the guitar and no yelling Yes. So, um, yeah, starting next week, you're going to be able to sign up for this contest and uh, you could be the winner. And it's a real deal. It's this is a real thing we're doing. And I'm really excited about it. We're going to do more things like this to come. Um, but this is the thing that's going on right now. And also now, Chunk, I'll tell him, we added a section on the website with memes. Memes get so much engagement on the Facebook page. People love them. People love the funniness of it, uh, and that's a lot of the reason that people have have come aboard with Caravan Central because it's we give the information out, and then we talk about inspirational stuff, but we also like to have a laugh and have a laugh at ourselves and each other, and it's all in good fun. So we included now a whole section on the website with some of the best memes that we've shared over the last six years. So um, you can check that out, too. Coverbandcentral.com. Just click on the memes tab yeah. in the menu. Memes. Yeah. And we're, we're just adding. We're going to keep adding more and more to that. So. Um, uh, da, da, da. Chong said, for what it's worth, I personally own several Reverend guitars, including the non-signature version of the contest. Reverends are legitimate great guitars. So that's cool. You're not wow, only killer. you're not only getting a free guitar, you're getting a great free guitar. No, we're not screwing around. And you will be No gimmick. You will Just have the goods. Yeah. You will have the status and, and 
uh, of being the first contest winner of anything Cover Band Central. So you will always have of that. Of all time. Yes, of all time. So in 20 years, you could say, after we do a, a million contests, you can be like, I won the first contest. I was there at the oh, beginning. Shut Reverend. I knew them. Or Midnight Black. Yes. Be like, I knew them before they went commercial. <laughs> uh, so. Um, I knew them when they were playing in cover bands. Right. Mm. Uh, so I, that, I don't got much else today, man. That's it. Um, I am playing this weekend, though. I got called to a sub this weekend. Oh, cool, man. That's exciting. Yeah, I suppose. Will that be the first time you played the bass in 26 days? It'll be, yeah, something like that. Pretty close to that. But I'm playing Saturday and Sunday. And it is Decadence Weekend. And that's one of the reasons I was asked to play because the other bass player doesn't want to deal with the parking issues and whatnot in New Orleans. Decadence, uh, Decadence Weekend, they, they block off the quarter like they do with French Quarter Fest and Mardi Gras, so you can't drive your car in and park. You have to park on the, the fringe, and it, the, they jack up the prices for parking uh, spots there. And there's a lot of streets blocked off, and it's just a pain in the neck to drive in and do all that. So he's like, hey, man, I don't want to deal with this. Can you do it? <laughs> And you're like, yeah, I'll play. I did. I said, because it's been a while since I played, and I need to get back on stage. So Saturday and Sunday. But as luck would have it, Tracy from the band at the Swamp is the singer in this band now. And oh wow, yes. And she she lives here on the West Bank where I live, and she texted me today and said, hey, um, hey, if you're playing Sunday, why don't we meet up and um, you know, uh, her husband always drives her in. So she said, why don't we meet up and you ride with us? And uh, that'd be great. So this way I can meet her on the West Bank. I don't have to deal with parking and I'll just ride in with her both nights. So I don't have to deal with those issues that he would have to, the other bass player. So I get to go play oh, and, right. and not have to, to stress about it. But um, And Decadence Weekend, is it's, it's fabulous. It's <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure it's a good time. Uh, it's, you know... It's the, 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 it's the, fabulous. Yes. It's the gay community's celebration. And, and yes. where Crazy Corner is uh, situated on Bourbon Street, it's right, right at the edge of where their, that community um, area starts. So we're in a good place for that. And they're, they're, they're always a lot of fun. They, they always tip great, too, um, that, that crowd. So, um, so it's going to, you know, it'll be cool. It'll be cool to play. Just play again. I just like playing, man, so much. More than anything. That is awesome. I'm playing next weekend. Uh, Saturday, at a private party outside. Ooh. Where is that? Do tell. Uh, Central Jersey. We're playing with um, Seven Piece Band. We're adding a sax and a, a second male singer uh, for the gig. So we rehearsed. Um, what's today? Thursday. We rehearsed on Tuesday. Uh, and it was killer, man. It was so, so much fun. You know, guys got a great voice. The horn player was great. Real cool guys uh, down, you know, to gig whenever we have gigs. They're not, you know, they, they both have other things going on, so they're, if they're available, they'll do it. But um, it was good. You know, it was nice playing with guys in the band sound so fat and full, dude, with another vocal, you know, or another guy singing lead and then everyone else singing harmony plus the horn. It was It was cool. Right on. And he's got that kind of like earth, wind, and fire voice. Like he, he can mimic a lot of different tonalities of singers' voices. So when he sings, he sounds like that person. You know what I mean? Almost like a, like a, like a, like a mimic, you know? Right. Which is cool. He's not just singing every song with his own voice, his way, you know? He's trying to sing it like the guy sings it. You know, he sings Bono like Bono. He sings earth, wind, and fire like earth, wind, and fire. He sings Maroon 5 like Maroon 5. Cool. You know, he sounds like the guy. He sings like Toto like Toto. That's great. Yeah, I like that. I, I worked yeah, with, with the, like, my singer in Matt, Matt Rabbit was like that. Matt Wells, he, he was uh, he was real good at that, imitating people. Um, yeah, by the way, I, call, I talked to, I guess it was Tuesday, the day Neil died, um, 
my friend Steve in Jersey called me because he knew Neil too, and uh, we we chatted for a while. And he he actually is the keyboard player from the whole Mad Rabbit Bad Habit thing. And he's the one I talked to a couple of months ago and asked, "Hey, can you book a gig? Because I want to come up in October." So we got to talking about that, and he said, "You know, he was thinking, let's just go hijack." Because a friend of ours is playing in that area, that whole area where everybody lives, um, and they do kind of an open mic thing. It's at, uh, it's in, in, I think it's in Rockaway. I, I knew the name, and now I, now I'm drawing Junction. a blank. No, no, no. It's on, it's on like Route 46. Um, anyway, it, it's a cool, it's a pretty cool place. It's a bar, you know, small stage that is ground level, um, and. Uh, I've been there before and it's, it's fun. So they kind of do an open mic. And so Steve's suggestion was let's just get everybody to go there. Th this way we don't have to worry about like really learning songs or lugging any gear or, um, you know, any, any sort of pressure. We can just go hang out and have fun and do a little jamming. So that seems like a better idea. Yeah, definitely. For, but it would be on a Thursday night. Um, so, I still um now I'm still leaning back again to coming up even though the the uh chamber party's not happening. Um <clears throat> I mean we you and I can still hang out and do something. And uh that would be uh <clears throat> that'd be a cool thing to do. But there was another gig I wanted to play but it would have been on a Thursday night too. But maybe he can do something on the weekend so I'll talk to him. I hope it all shakes out where it works where uh I I can uh, come up and play and hang out with a bunch of people and uh, I would still like to do it. So I really need to kind of make a decision because we're getting close here. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, you're, you're, you're you know, in the five to six week window right now. Yeah. Um, you better get on it, Willis. Yes. Yeah, I'll figure it out by next week, I think. Um, oh. Right now it's, it's all about the... Uh, doing so much work for this for the website um to launch this contest the idea is to try to get the word out much more about cover band central to uh to a new audience and, and really grow this thing and we're kind of doing like a social media blitz on on all of it um so it's a lot to 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 do to prepare but it's fun i enjoy it i really enjoy all of this there's so many other things i'd rather not be doing <laughs> than doing this so it's all good and i think it's gonna yeah work. now you get the first legit contest giveaway yeah yeah and the, the website looks a lot better right now right now and we're adding some new cool stuff to it so I, i'm feeling in creative mode which is good for me um especially you know going through all this stuff it's good to, to be busy and keep my mind busy too and, and stay in creative mode um that always makes me feel better. Uh, oh yeah, when you're aligned with what you really want to be doing, you know, you, you're always uh, energized. You know. Yes. And I've been talking about it for a while, for a good while, but finally, there is a new logo slash graphic for the CBC Wisdom Hour that I just put up last night. Wow! Hang on. Are you? Uh, I was hoping you could see it. Can you see? Are you by a computer where you can see it? Uh, I could be. Okay. Well, you don't have to be. I was just wondering if you were. Uh, but it's it's be. pretty pretty simple. But it's better. My buddy Jeff. Go to wisdom dot com. It's uh, no. It's uh, well, you could look and see it on the website on Caravan Central. It's right on the front page. You'll see it. You scroll down. Because we have a lot of cool content right there on the front page now. Um, but my buddy Jeff helped me out with it. We were talking the other night, again, the day Neil died, because Jeff knew Neil too, and we were talking on Skype uh, for quite a while. And I was the cool thing about Skype, too, is you can show your screen, and uh, they can show their screen while you're talking. And you can, uh, in, in this case, he helped me with the logo as we were talking on Skype because he's an, a brilliant artist. And um, I told him, basically told him the idea of what I wanted 
and it w it's not with our caricatures it's not any of that because i was thinking that because of of another podcast that i listened to that that they have that logo but i don't want to copy what they're doing so we just made it something that stands out a lot more yeah the cbc wisdom hour i see it yeah awesome yeah, and that wisdom really pops there because it's white and it's nice and big. So when, yeah. when with a small, uh, like a thumbnail, people will still notice that. So I think it's I think it's a lot better, and uh, it makes me feel uh, like we make me feel happy. Well, just like like I finally accomplished something that I wanted to do for a long time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's killer. Um, and then I have a whole list of other stuff to do. Uh, all right. Um. So yeah, out there, yeah, check it out. Check out the new stuff on the website curvementcentral.com. There's uh this meme section is cool, and that we have the podcast now all on there on the website. So you just click on that tab, and you can listen to previous episodes. Yeah, oh, I see sixty six is streaming right now. Is it really? You can see it on the website. Let me see. Yeah. Right on the wisdom hour. We should listen to it. Maybe it's good. This is live. <laughs> uh, live now, episode 66. That would be like a whole Matrix thing. Listen to it while it we're doing it. It would be listening to it while we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. I see it streaming. Live. 14 comments. Are they all Chong comments? Did I miss any comments? I only see six comments, brother. It says 14 on my end here. Yeah, I think Chong commented 14 times wait i can't scroll up in this thing what he's like check test one. Oh yeah yeah it's testing graphics it's it's 14 chunk <laughs> it's yeah Excellent. yeah he said all me that's okay most people listen uh on the download anyway with the download they download it listen all right Um, so, uh, what else you got going on? Anything interesting in life? Yep, like I said, gigs next weekend. Um, Cole off to school. I'm going to build a kit this weekend for that gig specifically. So I'm excited for that. I'm going to do something a little different, maybe. Set up a cage, or I'm going to just bring something. Maybe put a tom to the left of the hi-hat. Whatever I feel inspired to do, but I'm going to build a different kit for this gig. All right. That's you know, just to have it. It's kind of like you have this whole Lego set of drums, and then you can just kind of... Yes, exactly. That's correct. I can, I can make any drum set configuration uh, my heart desires, Ooh. from a one-piece to a hundred-piece. I like that. We should market that idea, uh, like a Lego set of drums, and call it... Drum For $35,000, you can have this kit of drums <laughs> that you can create any drum set that you like to desire from one sound to 100 sounds. Right. It's a bargain, really. We'll, we'll call them drum, drum goes. But what's, <laughs> what's really cool, though, is like it, we talked about when Craig came over and we jammed with, with uh, Cole, subdivisions and yeah, Red yeah. Bar Chip, yeah. like that. So anyway, we jammed in the middle of that day. We just freeform jammed, you know, and like created some stuff and just jammed out. And it was so cool because I played on my black, the kit I set up with Cole, which is more like a Neil Peart-esque type of setup, you know, the way the toms are run. And then I had the mega kit, of course. Um, so the mega kit, oh, I do have big news about the mega kit and, and the drum room. I, I will close with something really cool. Okay. Um, but anyway, when we jammed and I played on the mega kit, it was startling the abundance of color that you're able to add to the music by all the different sound sources like from a bongo you know what i mean or a bali to a bell to a you know 38 inch bass drum to um different chinas and gong you know bass drums and like when you're playing in that freeform environment it's so inspiring because you can make the song sound like so many different things you know between wind chimes and you know, tambourines and steel drums and, and concert toms and timbales and there's just so many textures, you know? So it really makes it a very interesting, um, you know, platform of which to jam on. You have a real good uh, palette of colors to choose from, you know, on the mega kit. Awesome. But so not so long ago, 
there was a they're they're running a contest on on uh, YouTube. It was Dom Famularo was playing along to Eye of the Tiger, and it was for Drumio, and the contest was send us your drum room, your drum studio, your drum cave, your whatever room you jam in, and we're gonna pick ten winners, you know, and we're gonna send you free stuff, and it's gonna be cool, and send it to Drumio on Instagram. So Cole sent in to our studio, you know, with the drum, you know, in a panoramic view of the entire thing, you know, with from the basses to the drums to the mixer to the PA and everything else like that. And um, dude, he won the contest. He's getting some kind of prizes in the mail. Oh, nice. Yeah, really cool. He got it it's on his Instagram. They got announced it. Top 10. Congratulations, Cole. Yes, he's very, he's super, super stoked, super stoked. Very good. Uh, so that is my that is the, the that's the, the end of my big news. I like it. Good stuff. Big big big. Yeah. Big news. Yeah. Um, had something else, and now I now I I lost it. Ah. Oh boy, come on. That's why I need to make notes. I I, I make notes about everything. I have all these notepads all over the place. I have a whiteboard where I write stuff down that I need to do because I know... I think that you really accomplish things more when you write things down, when you make lists. Oh, yeah, you definitely... It's a good way to track it, for sure. Better than just trying to freeform it, you know? That's why I'm a big fan of of set lists and song lists. drives me crazy when new bands... Like, if I go play with a new band, like, all right, cool, man, send me a song list. Uh... We don't have a song list. Well, what? How do you keep yourself organized if you don't have a song list? You need to have a song list. And set lists, too. That's one of the things I want to ask that comedian, too. I hope he comes on. Because I saw he was... He had notes. And and then I went and I watched his previous YouTube videos. Some of the bits were the same. You know, from a few years ago. So he's he's, sure. he's been working on it. Yeah, and and that's, you know, to be expected in that field. But I'm wondering if he puts his, like, like, like a set list. Like, if he makes it the way, the same way. Like, all right, let me put this bit first and then this, this after that. Oh, no, wait, that should go after that. And, you know, like, like if he, and if he tweaks it all the time and makes it better. And there, there's a lot of... Uh, and I'm sure he does. So there's a lot of similarities with that, and then and bands and and how you put a show together. You know, it's all entertainment, it's all show business. So there are these commonalities with people that do do different things, but but employ a lot of the same tactics. Um, you know, lists lists are good. Write shit down because you forget. You you will forget. What was that thing? And just like I was just saying now, like. What was I wanted to talk about? And I forgot. Because I didn't write it down. <laughs> and I don't. Usually for this show, I don't usually make notes. We usually have plenty to talk about. Oh, yes. Always an abundance of, of uh, information to be shared and discussed. Yes. But anyway, I'm excited about this contest. I'm excited about uh, really jacking up the whole Cover Band Central thing. And that's what I said I was going to do since I'm not playing regularly now and we're doing it. So um, I'm really excited about that and the potential. Really, I mean, the possibilities are really endless with this. But I want to make it the number one destination for musicians on the Internet. I want to be better than everybody else. It's my Hallelujah. <laughs> Episode 66, want to be the best. Yeah, I want to be the best. I just do. Steve, it's, you will be the best because you have the determination, the passion, the drive, the excitement, the enthusiasm, and the connectivity to make it happen. I like it. That was a, a nice list that you rattled off there. Mm-hmm. All right. And we recorded it so you don't have to write it down. There you go. Excellent. All right. Um, Coverbandcentral.com. Go there. There's a lot of cool stuff now, and the new design looks great. Uh, and you can sign up for a membership for you or your band or both, and it's free. Uh, Facebook, we are facebook.com slash Central is the page. 
facebook.com slash group slash cover band central is the group and there's the vip group too oh that's the thing i wanted to talk about i interviewed john monica yesterday and it was a great uh. interview john monica is a diehard player he is awesome um musician and he is a super cool sweetheart of a guy and i did it and chonk said he smells good um and uh i did an interview with him and that can only be accessed in the cover band central vip membership group on facebook so um go to uh go to the page on facebook and then click on vip group that'll get you to the link there if you want to subscribe to that a lot of great interviews on there and i'm trying to get some more coming up soon and then they download the interactive app and you can actually smell the yes. person you're interviewing yes look for the smell app tab that's huge steve that is huge huge We'll see you next week on Tuesday. Episode 6-7. Everybody stick around, huh? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.